its goal. The goal of divine providence does not concern what is momentary and transient, what comes to an end when our lives in this world cease. It is caring constantly for what lasts to eternity and has no end, what is genuinely real. But don't think for an instant that this means divine providence isn't intimately aware of and at work in the smallest details of your life. The streams of providence coming together at any one point in your life are more than any conceivable number. You are being carried. You may say, how can this be possible? You look at your life and only see mess. The Lord's providence is in all the smallest of details. But it doesn't follow the plan we propose to ourselves, because the Lord is both foreseeing and providing for future events. You may see mess, but the Lord is building a palace, and only the eye of the architect's mind sees what that palace is like. Whoa, that's awesome. All right, all right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Welcome to Sunday Spirituality. This is Mixture of Variety. The hottest podcast across the land. The hottest podcast across the globe. And definitely the hottest podcast on CastBox. And every other podcast platform imaginable. Since we are global and we are everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, this truly is a variety show and we talk about it all. But today... Is a special day because it's Sunday and we talk about Sunday spirituality. And I believe this is only our third episode doing that. Um, it's definitely something brand new, but it's something that has been getting a lot of requests and a lot of people enjoy it. What's going on, Martin? How you doing today? Um, you know, so just come in the room. Don't be shy. We have an hour of talking about some real stuff. Talking about spirituality of course and today we're going to be talking about connecting to the divine connecting to the divine i go by the name of patient zero so we do things a little bit differently on sunday for sure and that's totally cool that's why i like it that way i really have been looking forward to sunday's I mean, listen, guys, I, I love doing the podcast. If you've been rolling with us for a minute, if you've been rocking with us for a minute, you already know I have a passion for this. This is what I do. I, I, I you know, we really we have an actual show. Monday, our actual podcast is Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on CastBox, where we record live and you guys interact with us or not. And we upload it and it goes to Spotify and Apple and everywhere else which we love which we love and then friday is our youtube show friday is when we go on youtube and we have a live stream and it's video and it's totally different and you get to see my handsome face and you get to see my beautiful co-host nikki p you get to see her beautiful face and we have a blast on youtube it's always a lot of fun um it's getting more and more popular in it's getting more and more popular period 
and we're really grateful that you guys are watching and we're really grateful that hold on let me see I don't know why I always okay CastBox always resets in like four minutes it's so weird um sorry about that so yeah so we've been doing a lot and you know we've been doing the show on youtube and it's a lot of fun but my point being is that those three days a week is the main shows that we do monday wednesday 9 p.m eastern on Castbox, and then friday live stream youtube at 9 p.m eastern and at one time we had like over 300 live viewers which was crazy it actually caught me off guard i actually looked at it and i had to take a picture because i didn't believe it um, but anyway, you know, join the movement. It's a lot of fun. But in addition to that, we've been doing a show, or at least me, I've been doing a show really every single day. I mean, if I have the time and I have the energy and I'm feeling okay mentally, um, then I say, why not? You know, it's a lot of fun. I love doing it. And I don't mind doing a show every day, an hour a day. Like, what is that? That's nothing, you know? So we talk about it all. We talk about a bunch of different topics. We have like 260 audio shows and they are all on Spotify and Apple and iHeart and Google and Amazon and all them. And so you can imagine all the topics that we talk about um, and that we get into. We really get into a lot. Um, I apologize, whoever was typing, because anytime... The screen goes black and I have to reset it. It continues to go live, but it clears out the chat room. It's very weird. I used to have the same problem with um with Podbean. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But either way, check us out. And I try to go um, live every day and talk about something. But wow, before we get started, wow, wow, wow. What a week. What a week. What a week. What a week. I mean, it was a crazy week for me, mentally. It was a crazy week for me, emotionally, because what's going on with these, like, jobs, you know, that is... <sighs> these, this, this, uh... This job situation is, is really getting ridiculous because of the mandates. And it's like, I have to, you know, choose to work at places that I really don't want to work at all um, because they don't have the mandate currently and it's really frustrating and it was really emotionally draining this week because you know I had to leave it you know I said fuck this oh damn I'm not supposed to curse on Sunday spirituality <laughs> um Martin your message went blank yeah unfortunately when uh When CastBox resets, every single time I go live on CastBox, it resets around between four to five minutes. Um, and then it just clears out the chat room. It's really frustrating, but at least it's not as frustrating, I must say, as Podbean, the other app that we were using. Because when we were using Podbean, it was, um, <laughs> it was definitely a lot worse. You know, we had crashes all the time. We had crashes um, often, but then also, like, if somebody called in, um, when that call would end and I would hang up on them or they would hang up 
the rest of the show was completely messed up and you sounded like a robot the entire rest of the show, which means the rest of the show was ruined. Shogun in the building. I'm using this all to track a couple predators on CastBox. All right. Yo, let me just say this. Big shouts to Shogun, by the way. Um, I did not know that was you. I did not know that was you. Because um, I've, I've seen that name before. I've seen Martin in the room before. Let me just say that the... I don't know. I don't know exactly what you're going through, and what you have to, you know, what you're doing and tracking a couple of predators. But there are the trolling is ridiculous, and not, I'm not even saying on my page. You know, thank God, knock, knock on wood, it hasn't been. You know, like I say, if I'm going live every day, I don't see the trolls nearly as much as other people do, and I don't lie when I say I don't use Castbox to listen to other podcasts. I just don't listen to most podcasts, you know, that's, that's just me being real because I, I had the attention span of a, like a, like a chicken, you know, and I have ADHD and stuff like that. So it's really hard for me to actually like pay attention and get into a podcast, whatever it is, if it's CastBox, if it's Spotify, if it's on YouTube, it doesn't matter. It's just hard for me to get into it. Like I really have to know the person and get into it, whatever, like, like a Joe Rogan or something like that. But anyway, I happen to pop into some of these rooms just just yesterday, a few days ago, you know, because if they, they follow me and they have a show, I'm going to try to, you know, do the same. And I'm telling you, it didn't take long, ladies and gentlemen, it didn't take long for those trolls to be coming, and it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, some of them are hard to even block. But anyway, I don't think you guys are here for that today. I hope not anyway. Welcome, everybody that just came into the room. Sunday spirituality. I say we get right to it. This is Mixture of Variety. We talk about it all, like I was saying, and it is a variety show. So that's a cool thing about having a variety show is that you can talk about mental illness, addiction, mindfulness, you know, hip-hop, relationships, etc., etc. But then at the same time, you could talk about spirituality, and that's what we're going to get into today today i chose you know connecting and getting closer to the divine i feel like now more than ever we we can all you know use that in our lives maybe maybe not but i chose five ways to deepen your connection to the divine okay and i say divine because the divine can be several things whatever the divine is to you meaning if you consider divine God, if you consider divine, you know, Jesus or or another character of of like a like a God, godlike, or if you are like me and you consider the divine a higher being, a higher power, um, and even your higher self, because your higher self is connected to that higher power. Okay, so um Higher power could be the energy of the universe even, you know, because the, the universe is just so massive and we know so little about it. Um, but either way, I mean, even if you're agnostic, you know, people that are that are agnostic, they at least 
even if they don't have a faith, you know, I'm not even saying that you have to have a certain faith. I'm definitely not saying that. This is not like, you know, welcome to Catholicism 101. This is not what this is about. You know, you have to differentiate the two. And it took me a long time to differentiate the two between religion and spirituality. It took me a long time. It took me a long time because in my situation, I was atheist, 100% atheist from about, you know, middle school. Okay, maybe high school. Maybe high school on to about 2012 where I entered my first rehab and was first taught about a higher power. Okay, and connecting with that higher power. And that's just me. I'm not saying everybody everybody goes to whatever road they have to go to to connect with the divine, to connect with the higher power, to connect with their higher self, or or even to choose religion at that point. But what I was saying about people that are agnostic, agnostic is there's not I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with that because agnostic is like you don't believe, but it, it, you you don't know either way. You know, it's like a possibility that there could be some type of divine force, a divine energy, or a, a god, or a, or a creator, or something like that. There could be, but at the same time, I don't think there is. You know, like, that's that's kind of what agnostic is. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's very hard. It's very difficult unless you have something substantial happen in your life, like an example, or, you know, something that is a coincidence that, that's not a coincidence. Um, you know, or something major like a miracle happens into your, in your life. It's it's very difficult, you know, to grasp the concept of a higher power. Wait, let me see. It's hard for me too, bro. I was in rehab one time too. Must hit rock bottom. Yes, a hundred percent. I I was in three rehabs actually, and um, like three. One was twenty. 28 days but my insurance only covered 21 days that was my first one and then the second one was 90 days and then the third one was, was 90 days and this was like years apart but my point being is that that first one is the most important because that is pretty much when you hit rock bottom like martin said or like uh shogun said you know um because when you get to that point, when you just have everything stripped from you and you feel like you are hopeless, like once you lose hope, it's it's like, what what else are you going to do but try to, you know, grab onto some type of faith? And I truly do believe in my heart that a lot of active addicts and alcoholics who went through the ringer, okay, and have seen it all and have done it all, when they get to rehab and they actually make that decision to get clean. Even if it takes a, a couple times, obviously if I'm talking, I've been to, you know, three rehabs and I still re I still relapse after the third rehab. Um, luckily I have the most time that I had sober now in my life. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very happy and, and proud of myself, but, uh, but I couldn't have done that myself. But anyway, when you lose all hope, um, and you're thinking that, you know, you start thinking suicidal or you start thinking like all oh, these negative, horrible thoughts, you have to grab on to some type of faith. And I really, truly believe that the people that want to stop and do what they have to do to take care of yourself, you know, to take care of their self to stop, I feel like are, you know, they get blessed in this world because a lot of the people that you, that you meet 
you know, it's just, it's funny. Like a lot of people that are really spiritual now, like these days, like even myself, I consider myself very spiritual now, but it's, it's just funny. It's, it's like comical to me when you go to like an AA meeting or an NA meeting and everybody's so spiritual and most of their conversations are revolving around spirituality and they have two sleeves of tattoos and, and face tats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like people that you would never, that people that, that you would never like want to judge a book by its cover. Like you should never judge a book by its cover anyway, but those are exactly the people that you should not judge a people by their, by it's a book by its cover because you just see them and you're just like, Oh my God, like stay away from them. Like they're, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're in a gang and then they're gonna, they're gonna rob me if I walk past them. And, you know, meanwhile, they're like, holding a Bible and, and, uh, you know, preaching spirituality. <laughs> it's just so great. It's just so great. It's so great to see. It's so great to see the turnaround. You know, it's so great to see the turnaround because at the same time, that's not how, that's not what happens all the time. And Shogun, obviously, you know, this as well. This does not happen all the time. Unfortunately, there are people that try to get clean and then they relapse and then they try to get clean and then they relapse like myself. I've relapsed multiple times and it's the most frustrating and you know guilt and shame ridden thing in the world um and it's caused so many problems i mean my sister stopped talking to me 100 percent stopped talking to me for a year and my sister and i were so close and now our, our connection is completely messed up and, and have you know we have we have a relationship but it's completely different um a relationship of five years ended you know my fiance my fiance said that's enough like i can't do this anymore i can't do this anymore so can you imagine the guilt and shame that that was put on me because it was all me it was all me it was all me so there are definitely a lot of negative things that happen too if you don't stick with it if you don't stick with the program or if you don't stick with the you know maybe a sponsor at, at first um i don't have a sponsor now i haven't had a sponsor in a long time but you know and then and then even even worse than that, obviously, you can imagine when people relapse and they just say, oh, I could just use I could just use one time. I could just use one time. Meanwhile, they haven't used in, you know, five, six months and their body's not used to the amount that they used to use. And they attempt to use that amount. And they die. And believe me, I've seen it way too often. I've seen it way too often. I've seen people that I was in a halfway house for nine months die like that. I've seen close friends that I've known almost my whole life die like that. I've seen other, you know, friends of friends die like that. I've seen people in the rooms die like that. I mean, it's it's not oh it's not an easy road. It is definitely not an easy road. But if you want to put you know forth the energy and you want to actually do it and take care of yourself, then I I truly do feel like whatever that higher divine power is they will help you and lead you um through this journey that we don't know the destination and that's okay because life is about the journey not the destination all right let's see Shogun says, yeah, I lost a fiancé, too. Damn. Wait, you lost a fiancé, like, lost, like, like died? Or you lost, like, sh you know, she had enough of your bullshit? Um, that's tough, man. I lost two girlfriends. 
and my master's degree. <sighs> Yo, you know, you know, you know. I work with recovering people every day now and have lost many. Wow, that is an incredibly rewarding job. I praise you. I praise you, brother. I praise you for that. Uh, there's there's definitely a lot of people. I can say that I that I dabbled in it, but there's definitely a lot of people that like once you're in recovery and you change yourself after you get some clean time, all you want to do is help others. And sometimes, you know, I, when we when we have sobriety, addiction, recovery shows on the podcast, I do truly believe that I'm helping somebody. I don't know who, you know, I don't know who this podcast is going to reach exactly, but excuse me, like when it's recorded and whoever whoever listens to it, hopefully will I'll help somebody. But it, oh, excuse me. But as far as like directly helping them, it's, it's so funny that like once you get some clean time, everybody wants to be a KSAC, right? <laughs> right? Everybody's like, oh, KSAC. I got to help everybody. I got to be a, a drug and alcohol counselor. And it's funny because I, I was one of those people and I went to the classes and unfortunately I relapsed after like three classes. I relapsed hardcore and, um, and I stopped, but you know, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hey, I appreciate that, man. Shogun says you're helping me, bro. I appreciate that. That that really makes me feel good. You know, that's listen. Oh, she died and I went south. Oh my god. That's terrible. I'm so sorry about that. Uh one of my one of my really good friends. I would say best friends, but we kinda like we don't talk nearly as much as we used to. But one of my really good friends about a year ago. You know, he was he was clean. He was doing okay, but he was like me. He would like get some clean time and then relapse, some clean time and then relapse. And he had this girlfriend that you know he was going out with for like, I think a while. I think it was like nine months or something like that. Like it was a pretty um, significant amount of time. And uh, he told me, you know, one week that she relapsed. And she had a, you know, I don't know how much time she had actually, like six months or something. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so sorry. And, you know, all this, I'm just like, you got to take care of yourself, like, you know, to, to take care of her. Kind of like on the airplane when the masks drop, you got to put a mask on yourself before your kid. As much as you want to put it on your kid first, you have to take care of yourself so you can take care of her. And he was like, no, no, I know, I know. It's just like, do you want to go to a meeting, blah, blah, blah. And I was trying to help, you know, however I can. And then literally... Less than a month later, he told me that she overdosed and died. And, like, my body just went numb, so I could just imagine what he was going through. And, unfortunately, you know, for a, for a short while, me and his other friends that actually cared about him in, in sobriety were definitely on top of him, making sure that he was okay. And doing the right thing. And, well, that lasted about a month. That lasted about a month. And then he started doing Adderall and meth. So. Thank God he's okay now. Thank God he's okay now. He has, like, four months clean now. Crazy. 
Yeah, relapsing over and over is damn frustrating. I was in the situation for six, seven years. Yo, it's so it, it's so frustrating is like not even a strong enough word, but it's extremely frustrating because you build up, you build your life back together. You try to build, you try to take the pieces and you build back together. And then <laughs> it's like Jenga, right? It's like Jenga. Like you use one time and you pull that last brick out and everything falls and you have to start completely over. Maybe not at first. You might, you might be like, you know, hide it for a little while, but in, in, in a couple weeks, depending on how hardcore you are, a couple days, a couple, couple weeks, a couple, you know, even uh, months, you're back to the drawing board. You're back to square one and you're back to picking up all the pieces. But this time it's even worse because now the people around you are starting to think like, yo, is he ever going to get it? Is he ever going to effing get it? I have to say effing because it's Sunday spirituality. And then that's when family members start, you know, not talking to you and you lose your apartment again and you lose your car and you lose your pet and you lose your everything, you know, for, for the fifth time. And then you start thinking like, you know, wow, like my rock bottom had a trap door. That's what they used to say. The counselors used to say in recovery and like outpatient and stuff like that. Yeah, your your rock bottom can have a trap door and everybody's like, nah, I'm good. I got this. I got, you know, I celebrated 90 days. I got my 90 day coin. I'm good. I'm golden. I'm good for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the trap door and then it just keeps getting worse. Keeps getting worse. Shogun says, um, we found out she was pregnant. Oh my God. Shogun, you should come on to the show and we should do a recovery show because I actually haven't been, I haven't done a recovery sh um, sobriety show in a while. If you want to talk addiction and all of this, um, you should definitely. Yeah, let's do that, man. Relapse is so hard to come back from after the first time. Oh, the first time. Oh, my God. Yeah, it really is terrible. All right. Well, listen, all this, this, this was not a wasted conversation because this is all connected because what I, what, what we were talking about is how you get connected to the divine and how you get connected to a higher power and how you possibly become atheist and become agnostic or maybe agnostic to, you know, uh, having some faith and also differentiating uh, religion and spirituality. And that takes us to today's conversation, which is five ways to deepen your connection to the divine. The reason why I keep saying differentiate the two between religion and spirituality. And once again, I apologize for my, uh, for my allergies. I don't mean to keep my nose is just shot. Um, the reason why in about mid high school, 10th grade or so, which happens to be the same time that I had extreme anxiety and also was the same time that I started to smoke weed and drink. And it was such a beautiful thing because the school that I went to, I changed school like I changed schools like three times in three years. And that'll fuck you. That'll mess you up in the head anyway. But the good thing about this school 
that I've never heard of any school doing before is that at lunchtime you can actually leave for lunch, you know, for 45 minutes or whatever it was. You can go into town, you can do whatever. Most people didn't have cars. You know, most people didn't have cars, but you can walk into town and you can get some lunch. You can get a bagel, you can get pizza, you can get, you know, <laughs> New York New York food, whatever. Um, so, of course, everybody took advantage of that. There was like three people in the, in the cafeteria, no matter what the weather was. So, I would go out, and I had two specific friends that I did this with. I would go to this person's house who lived very close to the school, and we would drink like, you know, more than half of a bottle of vodka. And maybe maybe smoke a little, you know, and come back to school. And um, that was definitely a, a crazy time for me to do that because that's when I that's when my whole addiction and, and all that started. But it was the same. It was also the same time that I started becoming an atheist. Okay, so from like about sixteen to about thirty-two ish. <clears throat> I would I was basically an atheist and one of the reasons why is because I could not differentiate the difference I, I didn't know the difference between religion and spirituality I did not know it it was not taught in school nobody taught it to me whatever it was when I was younger like real young um I was brought up Jewish because my dad was Jewish. However, I even went to, I actually even went to a half Jewish school in um, elementary school. Like it was like English in the um, afternoon and like Jewish school in the morning. That's how crazy it was because um, my dad was Jewish, but my mom was not Jewish. My mom was Christian. But they were married, so it was very odd. Okay? It was very odd. Because she never wanted to be Jewish. <laughs> and she never really wanted to raise the kids Jewish either. So when I was like in... 5th grade, going into 6th grade... My parents got a divorce. And then my mom... Who was Christian... Now she could finally be Christian. So from like 6th grade on... Now we're celebrating Christmas, <laughs> you know, now, now we're like, you know, doing whatever I, 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 I can say maybe I went to church like a couple times without even, even that was like extremely weird, but so was going to synagogue as being a young, you know, a young child. That was even more strange because that, you know, the language, it wasn't even in English. So we would just like wreck the whole place while we were there. It was like a massive synagogue. So then. It gets better, children. It gets better. Then a few years after that, which is about the time where I got into high school and I started to, you know, lose my mind spiritually and I became an atheist, is my mom married a Mormon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my mom married a Mormon. Yep, yep, that's right. That's right, studio audience. She sure did. So... Now, 
I'm my mind effed right now. I'm just completely mind effed, mind blown. Everything. I'm just like, what is happening right now? I experienced three religions in a time span of like 15 years. So I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And then obviously the more and more that I got into using drugs and alcohol, I was more and more distancing myself from God, distancing myself from a higher power, distancing myself from the universe, distancing myself from everything that was, that had anything to do with my higher self or a higher being. The only time that I would ever, ever, ever talk to God or say anything about God or even have the words God mentioned out of my mouth was, they're called foxhole prayers. Shogun, you probably know about that. They're called foxhole prayers, which are basically like when you are in a situation where something something extremely drastic and major is happening in your life. And you just can't believe that you even got yourself in that situation and using drugs and alcohol will, will get you there that's when you like that's the only time that i actually like prayed to god you know what i'm saying uh let me just think of a quick example when i totaled my car i stole i stole benzos and opiates from a job that i worked at as a residential counselor and i was taking care of people with mental illness which is so weird because i suffer from mental illness but I stole um, controlled substances, and then I left there, and I blacked out. I don't remember what happened, but I left work, and I told my car, and I woke up in a psych ward, and that's when I one of the times where I was just like, please, God, you know, get me out of this because I didn't want to get in trouble because I had substances in my body and all that stuff. So one, that's what I'm saying, like something extreme like that where it was just like, oh, God, please, God, get me out of this. You know what I mean? And, and meanwhile, I could just see, like, <laughs> I could just picture, like, if God was like an actual entity instead of like just everything, just looking down at me and just being like, you stupid idiot. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're calling me now? Anyway. Fun times. Fun times. No stories are similar. Well, yo, that's why, Shogun, that's why you got to get on the show, bruh. Get on the show, bro. We'll do a whole hour, man. You can come on the YouTube show if you want. Come on YouTube. Come on come on CastBox, whatever you want, man. I know you've been listening for a minute, so I know you're not just like a newbie listening for the first time. Like, if you're serious, like, you know, let's do it. All right. So we have 25 minutes. So we have plenty of time to discuss five ways to deepen your connection to the divine. And we have 25 minutes because I started late, of course. I didn't mean to, but uh, yeah. And by the way, if you follow us on IG, you can find out about the bonus episodes that we have, like Savage Saturday that I did yesterday. Um, actually, Savage Saturday yesterday was dedicated to 9-11, so that was a little bit different. But that that's on there. That's, that's posted up. And then uh, Sunday Spirituality. If you follow us on IG at Mixture of Variety, then you'll know if I'm doing... The bonus um, episodes those days, and more importantly, uh, what I'm talking about and what time. That's the only way you're going to know what time, because sometimes I don't even know what time. And I try really hard not to be late. All right. All right. 
Okay, so spirituality is really about how much we get out of our own way and allow ourselves to be guided by a higher power or a God of our understanding. I always had issue with this, okay? Uh, like most addicts have issues with this because I want to be in control. I want to take back my will. I want my will and no one's taking it from me. My decisions, I don't care how impulsive they are, how spontaneous they are, or how dangerous they are. They are my choices. You are not going to take that away from me. I'm going to do what I want. Right? Sounds good. Sounds pretty good. Until you lose your fiance and flip and total your car and black out and end up in a, in a, <laughs> in a mental hospital. You know, that's, that's kind of like, that's kind of where that got me. You know, just one of the times that I wanted to take back my will. But what I say is, you know, they're saying, like, be guided by a higher power. So it's not like just you're you're completely taken over and you're just you're sitting back in life and you're not doing anything. And you're just like, guide me, higher power. And you're just sitting there, like, not doing anything. Of course, you have to put forth the effort. Of course, you have to do something. And you'll know. You'll know when your will is aligned with a higher power's will, you'll know. Because your life will be going a lot more smoother. You will be happier. You will be helping people. You will be making a difference. And you will be on the road to success. And I'm not talking success like, you know, a movie star or something like that. Like, you know, making all this money. Like, money does not have to do with success. It, it can be. It can be connected with it. But that's not what I'm talking about. Success, I'm just talking about, like, success if you follow through on your dreams. You know, success, like, you have a, a certain goals that you're working on for yourself. Like, you, you know, finish a college degree or you, you know, lose 20 pounds or something like that. That's success. That's success. <laughs> okay. So, being guided from a higher power or God of our own understanding, that means letting go of expectations. Oh, my, my, my. That is a big one. Letting go of expectations. That is a huge one. <laughs> that is a huge one. Releasing attachments to the way we think things should be. Okay. We can have a goal and we could practice and do whatever we have to do to focus and, and work on that goal, okay? But the timing of that goal completion, it doesn't, it's not going to be on our time, unfortunately, and whatever that is, okay? Even if that is going back to school. So you make a goal when you're 25 years old and you say, I'm going to go back to school. And then all hell breaks loose and you relapse and this happens and this happens or not. You don't even have to be in recovery. I'm just saying like 25, you know, whatever happens, you have, you, you lose your mom or, or like, you know, something, something terrible happens and your whole foundation is shook. And you had to stop going to school. Okay. What do you feel like a complete failure? No, because if you work on yourself and you continue to keep that goal in your head. And also if you, you know, if you really want to get into it, practice manifesting it and, you know, practice the law of attraction and stuff like that, then 
you're 40, like me, you're 40 years old and you go back to school and you get it, you know, you get your, your college degree or whatever. And you're just like, damn, like, yeah, it took some time, but it was on God's time, not my time. You feel me? Releasing attachments on the way that things, they, things, releasing attachments to the way we think things should be and how they should go. Okay. That's higher powers will. That's a higher power's will. Uh, let's see. Shogun says, "Try being, try being flipped in a snowbank in Jackson, Wyoming. Is that Wyoming? Yeah, Wyoming. In a snowbank. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Always freezing, almost freezing to death, and running from the police. Oh my God, it took a week to get the Subaru out." Funny when you're sober. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of the stories that we have where you can just look back and just say like, yeah, that was uh, that was one of the worst times of my life. But now that I survived it and moved on and I'm bettering myself, I look back and I just laugh. Yeah, absolutely. We all have stories like that, right? Damn, that's a good one, though. Attachments is my main problem. <sighs> yeah, it's rough, man. Releasing attachments. These are just these are just suggestions. OK, these are just suggestions. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. These are suggestions, okay? Um, quieting the voice of our ego so we can hear the voice of inner wisdom. Ooh. Anytime, I feel like you need... I feel like everybody needs at least a, a, a small ego. You know, there's a lot of counselors and yogis and, you know, all these all these high up, you know, the, the Buddhists and shit like that. Oh, see, I got to stop cursing Sunday spirituality <sighs> where they say, get rid of the ego. Okay. Get rid of the ego. There's also some hallucinogenics that you can do that get rid of the ego. But even that, like you get rid of the ego and then you come back to reality and you get your ego back slowly. But it's just like you don't want you don't want your ego to overpower your inner wisdom. That's basically it. That's basically it, you know. Making changes that might be scary and facing uncertainty with faith. With faith. Okay, so the, the example that just popped into my head is kind of what's happening with me and what's going to happen to me and other people like me. The people who are <laughs> who are now considered the, the worthless scum of the earth, a.k.a. the unvaccinated, okay? Anything, anything for more division and separation in this country, they're happy with. So now, you know, the unvaccinated is like the worthless piece of S in the world, right? Bottom, bottom of shoe type stuff. Okay, so I'm one of those people. So I have to, you know, mentally, not not physically yet, not physically yet, yet it might happen. But mentally, emotionally, I have to stand up and I have to reach out with people. And I actually, you know, I've done podcasts. I've had, 
even just a couple weeks ago, I've had a, an amazing guest on and we talked about this the entire time and a whole bunch of other stuff, but where it kind of puts us in a box and it kind of puts us in this bubble and it kind of separates us from everybody. Right. But also you have to fit, you have to picture. It's not just like me and a handful of people, you know, it's like 80 million people in the country. We're talking about that are unvaccinated, but still either way, my point being is that I have to have this more faith now than I ever had before. Why do I say that? Because slowly, but surely, as you can see, you know, you already you heard Biden's speech last week, Friday, whatever it was. Slowly but surely, he's closing in. He's closing in on those mandates. And personally, I don't care if I can't go to a ball game. I don't care if I can't go to the bar. I don't care if I can't go to a club. I'm 40 years old. Who's going to go to a club at 40 years old? I don't care if I can't go here, there, or there. I will be going to the grocery store. I'm not going to just be ordering my food, you know, constantly. Um, but, you know, if that happens, at least that, that is an option. But, you know, it sucks. But I can still go outside. You know, I can still get fresh air. I can still go for a drive, at least for now, because it's not Australia yet. But as soon as you start messing with employment, as soon as you start messing with people's employment and you start messing with people's jobs like uh if you you know now you've been working in this job or in this field for a long time like like a lot of healthcare people I'm all, I'll, I'll, there's there's like half of healthcare employees whatever they are nurses uh CNAs HHAs um you know nurses techs or whatever the hell they are that don't want to take this shot but they don't have a choice. If you want your job, you take this shot. And I feel like that's when it's going to be one of those times where if you do lose your job because you're not going to take this shot, and I'm, you know, one of those people, then I have to have faith. I have to have faith that everything's going to turn out okay and that everything's going to turn around or I will find a job that, you know, it's not mandated yet or. You know, I have to I have to find that faith that it's going to be OK. Is it is it easy? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's not. You have to have strong faith. I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful and grateful that I've progressively gotten to this point where I do have such a strong faith. You know, it didn't happen overnight, but I progressively grew and it's to the point where I talk to my higher power every day and I pray every day. And it's not just asking for stuff like when I pray. I'm not just asking for stuff all the time. I'm just like, you know, God, higher power. I'm so thankful for everything that I do have in my life. And thank you for, you know, giving me my health and giving me a roof over my head and, you know, giving me this podcast and, and friends and family who love me and et cetera, et cetera. Like sometimes just just thanking, just making a gratitude list and thanking a higher power is uh shows your faith because you're doing that every day and it's really one of those things where you just have to you know you can't what am i gonna do like i'm gonna panic if i really am one of those people who are not going to get the shot regardless of what you do to me then 
that's that's my choice, but now I have to have faith that everything's going to be okay, you know? Let me see what we got here. Oh, thank you for uh, following the host there, Nizanin. I appreciate you. Shogun says, for me, I love recovery forever and will never put it down. But at some point, it felt like <laughs> cold, like, you know, I totally... <laughs> cold, like, and uh, then Christ showed himself to me just saying, my journey. <laughs> Time to draw a line on the sand. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying that because a lot of people even, uh, you know, I have, well, luckily I do have friends that understand that even, even they got the shot, but they still understand that it's a decision. It should be a decision. Like this medical tyranny is BS. This medical tyranny is not, this is not what the United States is about. You know what I mean? This is like something that you, if you, if you heard of this happening in like Iran or something, no offense to anybody listening to Iran, but I'm I'm just saying like, if you heard, you know what I mean? You heard about it, something like that in one of those countries, you would be like, oh, well, that's crazy. And that's really sad. But, you know, and now it's like in Australia and Italy and Germany and Canada and everywhere. And I just don't want it to be like such an uprising like there is in Brazil with like three million people like walking the streets. I mean, do I think it is going to get to that point? Maybe. But that's in God's hands as well. What am I going to just just be just be anxious about that? Just be anxious and just have, you know, panic attacks all day thinking about that. But anyway, I'm happy that my friends, at least, who got the shot, you know, like, I could try my hardest to be like, don't get it because of these reasons. But it's their decision. And maybe they don't want to lose their job. <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe they don't want to lose their job. Maybe they want to travel internationally. You know, whatever it is. Like, that's just what it is. But it should always be a choice. All right, last one. You gotta have, so anyway, you gotta have faith with, with everything that's going on in this crazy world. You gotta have faith. Being of service to others that spirit places in our lives in often unexpected ways. What? Being of service to others that spirit places in our lives in often unexpected ways. Okay, you guys got that? Good, because I didn't. All right, so these are just... Let's just go through the five. We'll cover them in ten minutes. That'll be perfect. That was... What I just read was um, what it means, basically, to be guided by a higher power, okay? So no expectations, lower the ego, releasing attachments, uh, quieting the voice of our ego... To listen to the voice of our inner wisdom. And whatever changes, you know, basically happen in life, especially in this crazy world. Um, and facing uncertainty, we have to have faith that everything's gonna be okay. Because this this might be our plan, and this might be our path. Like I said, we don't we don't know the destination, but it is all about the journey. And if this is our path that we don't know about, we're just Going along for the ride, basically, right? I mean, like, if if you really do believe in in God like that, or you believe in a higher power like that, it's just like you're just going along for the ride. This is all meant to happen. This is all meant to be. This is all meant to to occur in your life for you to deal with, overcome, and get that much better and grow. All right. 
five suggestions on how to deepen your spirituality. Number one, when you first wake up in the morning, before you even get out of bed, and definitely before you check your phone or email, spend at least three minutes in silent meditation. Silent meditation. Excuse me. This is the time of day that you burp nonstop. No. <clears throat> this is the time of day you are most often, oh, you are most open to guidance. Simply sit and breathe. The more you do this, the more receptive you will become. Definitely a great suggestion. Definitely a good way to start the day. Definitely to, in my in my case, okay, I'm just telling you, like, personally, um, I, I don't do that, and I probably should do that. But the reason why I should do that is because I, I don't sleep well. And when I do sleep well, like, thank God last night I actually slept well. Because the last, like, all week I slept, like, crap. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's because September 11th was building up and, you know, subconsciously in my head it was it was not sitting right that it was 20 years but all right so let so i could just use this two examples real quick so like yesterday when i woke up it was september 11th i woke up i don't know if i was if i was lucidly vividly dreaming about september 11th because it was on my mind i don't know but i literally woke up and for that one second where you're like coming back to reality i was in a state where I, I literally felt like I woke up 20 years ago in my first apartment. Like, and I, and I, and I experienced all of it. I experienced all of it. You know, it was just, it was so different. I don't know why, like, you know, 20 years made such an impact like when you when you hear like 20 years it just sounds different than 19 because even last year like 19 it was like wow 19 can you believe 19 years and then i and then the conversation kept it you know i just kept it moving but this time 20 years like i'm telling you like subconsciously it really messed me up all week but i woke up and i was like i was there i felt like i was there and then i was just like reenacting it and it was terrible it was terrible. And then watching, you know, the dedication on the news. And then I watched a bunch of documentaries. And then I did the podcast. And, then, you know, it was... um That would have been one of the times where I can spend at least three minutes in a silent meditation. But what, you know... And then even today, like, even if I slept good, I wake up and I still have... So many thoughts in my head. As soon as I wake up, I, I'm basically like in a panic state. Okay. And that's one of the things that I can't control. I can't control when I'm sleeping and what I'm dreaming about and what's, you know, what's going on because all the chaos and, and madness that's going on in the world. If I, if I'm okay, basically with it, you know, talking to a therapist, talking to my friends, talking on the podcast, that's one thing. But then going to sleep, it's, is another thing, you know, so I wake up. 90% of the time I wake up like in a panic attack. I hate it. I, I hate it. And I don't sleep that well. But if I just, instead of waking up like that in that, in that panic state and just jumping up, you know, grabbing my phone and going into the bathroom or something, then it's like, 
<laughs> well, I don't take I don't take my phone into the bathroom, but you know, if I just like grab my phone, check it, and check all my messages, and you know, start the day like that instead of just like literally wait, like laying in bed and just doing some deep breaths to you know start the day and calm myself down and to you know just remind myself for my goals for the day, remind myself that it's going to be a good day, have all those. Um, you know, just just start with the with the good vibes. Start with the good vibes, positive affirmations. Boom, you're done. You're good. That's the way to start the day. So I got to take that advice myself. Uh, Shogun says, "Every time I wake up, I'm ready to kill." All right, <laughs> well, there you go. Individualists, have you tried melatonin? It helps me a lot. Actually, um, I don't like melatonin. I appreciate the. Um, the suggestion though but i i don't like it because it makes me it does work it does work it does knock me out even on a low dose or whatever like i think they have like three milligrams five milligrams whatever one milligram even it does work but the thing, i think the reason why it works for me is because i take psych meds like i i actually take psych meds and i take like a handful of psych meds <laughs> When I go to bed, so one of them is for sleep, and one of them is supposed to knock me out, but it doesn't. Even with the combination of the other medications, it doesn't. So if I take my regular handful of psych meds, that can knock out a uh, elephant, you know, you would think. I think my body's just used to it. It doesn't. So then if I take melatonin on top of that, then I'm just like uh, in a coma, and then I wake up and I'm, you know, drowsy as hell uh, until like four o'clock in the afternoon. But well, thank you for the, the suggestion. No, it's one of those words for me. It's stressing me out. All right. All right, let's finish these up, ladies and gentlemen. Talk with the source throughout the day. Ask your questions either in your head or aloud. Build a relationship with the divine. You got to do it, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't happen overnight. If you're here and, you know, you're here for a reason, you know, if you are trying to connect with a higher power or you want to, um, connect with God or you already have, but you're, you know, slowly in the process or you're agnostic, regardless, whatever it is, you know, Sunday spirituality, take this time to focus on yourself and to focus on awareness and consciousness and being in the moment and taking on the day, but also realizing that, you know, you have to let God's will mix with yours and so you can follow god's will and there is a, a plan for all of us and there is a you know uh destination for all of us but it's all about the journey so just focus on the journey and focus on the path that you're on right now but build a relationship with the divine there's nothing wrong with talking to god talk talk to the higher talk to your higher power nothing wrong with that talk to your higher power if you have to ask or you have to say Thank you for this, or you're just being grateful, or whatever it is. Like, I feel like the best time for me is in the shower. I know I'm I'm a weirdo, but in the shower, right? Just because the the water feels really good, and I'm just like relaxed and whatever, and I could just have a conversation with God. But also driving. If I'm driving by myself, that's probably the best time. Driving by myself, if I have something specific to say or not, I will just be having a, a full-blown conversation with, with God. And if if shit... Oh, see? If shit really hits the fan, 
and I'm really not doing well, because that happens too. I'm not, I'm not, you know, 100% all the time. Not at all. That's why I take all these medications. <laughs> but if I'm feeling like really depressed or something, really, re like really depressed, or if I get really anxious for whatever reason, starting a new job, or are they going to say that I need the shot, or, you know, going on a date, you know, whatever. That's another perfect reason, you know, to talk to God as well. There's definitely been times where I was so unbelievably depressed and I felt like in my mind, it was like the end of the world. And in my mind, I really wanted to say F it all. And I wanted to go relapse and I wanted to use drugs so bad and I wanted to do this and I wanted to do that. And all I was doing is talking to God, talking to God, talking to God. And nothing else, like, was helping. You know, I usually talk to my best friend when, when I get like that. It was after hours for a therapist. It was, you know, like, all these things. And and it just helped so much. It just really helped so much. Just a su suggestion. Oh, shit, what did I do? Oh, no, wait. Okay, sorry about that. Getting ready to go hiking. Um, and I was getting picked up and I was like, no, not yet. I started late, brah. I started late, brah. All right. Notice. Okay. All right, sorry, guys. Number three. Notice. The form guidance comes in. Okay, so that's... Well, let me just read the rest. Notice the form guidance comes in, okay? Because you sometimes don't even know, and sometimes you miss it, okay? Um, two things I can say real fast about that. If you guys ever notice a coincidence, like, wow, that was a coincidence. It's not a coincidence, okay? Just know that. Just You can, you can figure that one out yourself. It's not a coincidence. Another thing. If you start noticing number patterns, okay, that's a big one. If you start noticing number patterns, um, some people would not even think twice about it. You know, they just see it and keep it moving. But if you see certain number patterns, they mean certain things. And especially if you see them often. Okay, not if you just see them like once. Or whatever, uh, like in a month. But I'm saying, like, if you see them often, you got to find out what those numbers mean, okay? And uh, you don't have to be like a, a expert on numerology or anything like that. I'm talking about like if you see certain number patterns, it could be like angels, you know, like guardian angels or guided, um, guardian angels or guiding angels, um, or you know, whatever that are just, you know, they work, they. They're there for your higher power, too. They're all connected. So maybe they're, you know, saying what's up or giving you a heads up or, you know, whatever it is. I see 11-11 all the time. That's a, that's 100% angel number. Um, but then, like, other numbers, too. 
other numbers too. You know, it's 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 funny. Like it's so weird actually to me that I see this one number all the time since I was like in high school, and I I don't know like what it actually means or anything because it's just like random. It's not you know like eleven eleven. It's just like all ones or if you see. 222 or 333 or something like that. They all mean like certain things, especially if you see them often. But, um, just something to look for. You know, you might, you might not. It, and it doesn't even have to be just numbers. I'm saying like if you, you know, find, you know, find, I don't know, some change on the floor or something like that. You just, you know, I don't know. For some reason, it comes in images. You can see, obviously, images. Um, others hear things. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know what you would be hearing, and I don't. I don't want to hear anything. I'll tell you that much. You know, I don't, I'm. I'm definitely. I don't want to be schizophrenic, and I don't want to hear things. I always. I always say that too. If I'm like talking to God or angels or anything, I'm like, I don't. I don't want to ever see or hear any of you. <laughs> All right. I don't want to see or hear any of you because I will be in the mental hospital and I will be. I don't know what would happen. It would not be good. Or you may notice certain things or be drawn to particular conversations. Well, OK, that that is that is that just reminded me of something you if you guys really pay attention, you have to pay attention. If you don't pay attention, it is not going to mean shit to you. But if you really pay attention, if you ever are looking for or trying to seek some type of advice or you're trying to like, you have a question in your head and you're just like, you don't really know like what direction to go or whatever. I'm telling you this, this has happened to me many times. Maybe that's what they mean about hearing things. I took it a whole different direction, but like, for example, you're in, uh, you're in a store. Okay, you're in a store in the mall or something, which I'm unvaccinated, so I probably can't go in, but I'll watch you from the outside. And you're in the store and something pops up like you have this question in your in your head, you know, about what to do. Now, the, there's music playing in the background. And you're not paying attention to the music because it's just regular music. It's just random. But the question that you're thinking in your head, I'm telling you, if you if you actually pay attention something will happen where it'll actually like as soon as it changes the song at a perfect time or the 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 actual time you know the actual part of the song or you'll notice it get like a little louder for a second even if it didn't get louder and you'll you'll if you really listen you'll be like yo what the hell like that was so weird like that's exactly that's actually what i needed to hear and that's so weird because that's been happening to me a lot in the in the last like I would say like in the last year or so, that's actually been happening to me a lot. It's very strange, but like once you actually are you know completely like engaged and you're you know completely aware, it's pretty incredible. Um, I had an example, but I can't even use. I can't even think of it now. Oh, you know what it was? It was, um... <laughs> it was the last job that I had that, uh... You know, I didn't know for sure. And I was waiting, like, to see about the the, sh the shot or whatever. 
and I got this other job where I didn't need the job, the shot at first. And I, I, I hated it. Like I hated it. It was just a part-time gig or whatever. And I was just like, I don't want to just not get the shot and then just work in this piece of shit job that I don't want. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, I'm, I'm working for a little bit. And I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Like I, I'm just, I, I got there. It was, I was maybe there for an hour. Right. And I had like four hours to go or something. And I was like, this is, this is BS. Like, I don't even want to be here. This is crazy. This is not worth it. You know, whatever. And like, as soon as I started thinking that in my head, the, the song um, from Pharrell came on Pharrell from the Neptunes. And the song was like, don't be so, uh, don't be so quickly to walk away. Like that song. Did I just say that right? Don't be so quickly. Well, you guys get the point. Don't be so quickly. That's not a sentence. Don't be so something to walk away. I was like, oh, my God. And I say the whole shift. You know, stuff like that. It's just funny. It's funny if you actually pay attention. Um. Hey, thanks for the heart there, uh, Zane. Appreciate you. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Scum gang. All right. Pay attention to where your attention is going. Your action will start to follow. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory. Number four, be present so you are available for guidance. Yes, be present. You know, that's just that's like focusing on your consciousness and being aware of everything. Because if you're not aware, these songs that I'm telling you and, and other, you know, little messages here and there, or if you see something or... Or hear something, you're not going to pay attention to it. And you're not going to realize it. And you're not going to benefit from it. When you notice yourself feeling anxious about the future or dwelling on the past, bring your awareness back to the now by saying, I'm here now. And take a deep breath. Guidance comes most easily when we are present. Well, that's one of the reasons why, ladies and gentlemen, we start every single show with the mindfulness bell. And I always say... When you hear the mindfulness bell, stop, pause, remind yourself where your feet are currently planted. Remember that this moment is all we have and everybody just take a slow, deep breath. And here we go. Doesn't that feel amazing? Some people, they don't realize how important breathing is. And the reason why I say breathing is because obviously we're all live, we're breathing. But what I'm saying is that if you are in a state of anxiety or worry or obviously panic, your breathing is so shallow that it's almost like you're not even breathing. But you're not aware. You're not you're not really aware of it. But if you are aware of it and you see that your you know your diaphragm and your and your stomach and all that is not even moving at all and you're you're, you're breathing so shallow. Open up the airway, breathe in really slow and really deep, and breathe out really slow and really deep. And if you do that like five to ten times, really slow and really deep, I promise you that your anxiety or your worry or anything at that point will minimize by like half, at least half. Okay, so anything else that you have to do to get yourself, you know, back to reality and get yourself back grounded and get yourself back to um, feeling okay. That's all going to take some 
work. But at least 50% once you start getting some air into your body. Because if you notice it and you actually pay attention, you are not getting any air. So remember, guidance comes most easily when we are present. Gotta be present. What's the point of living in the past? What's the point? You know what's in the past? Yeah, there's good memories and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that, with thinking of, of good memories that you experience. But it's in the past. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing that you can do about it. Unfortunately, there's also depression and regret and shame and guilt. You know, a lot of that stuff is in the past, too. That stuff, sometimes you can work on. You know, like if you're in recovery and you do the ninth step, you know, basically what that is is you hurt somebody over the years and you get them back in your life and you try you make an amends with them where you you not only apologize but you say like i'm, I'm gonna be living uh i'm gonna make a living amends and make my life better for anybody else that i you know go out with or meet or whatever that i'm not gonna hurt them in the in the um future believe me i've done several of them several i actually did one with my ex-fiance after three years, you know, and that was pretty incredible. But anyway, that's all in the, the past. And then the future, obviously, nobody can project the future. So you don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Nobody knows what's going to happen. People that were celebrating and partying and uh, New Year's of 2019 going into 2020. And they were like, yeah, this is my year, 2020 vision, you know. <laughs> and then COVID hit two months later. You know what I mean? Nobody knows. All right, last one. Then I got to go. My ride's going to be here any second. Set an intention before you go to bed to remember your dreams. And then record them in the morning. Keep a journal next to your bed. And when you first wake up, start writing down what you remember. That could be a perfect time at the same time when you're getting your thoughts together and you're doing the deep breaths and you're doing the three-minute meditation that was mentioned earlier. While you're doing that, you can actually write in your journal. It's actually... It actually is pretty important. It, it helps. It helps a lot of people. It helps a lot of people. I really. I don't do it nearly, you know, as often as I as I should. Um, but it does help a lot of people. As you start to write, your memory will be triggered, and more will come. It is important not to move a lot during this process. The closer you are to a sleep state, the better. Well, alrighty then. Alright, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Five ways to deepen your relationship and to get closer to the divine. Ladies and gentlemen. Studio audience, give it up one time. Alright, let's see what we got here. You're part of the Israel Okay. All right, you guys are having a conversation. While you guys are having a conversation, I want to say thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for listening, whatever. If you want to watch, actually, you can go on YouTube and you can check out our page, Mixture of Variety Podcast. We are YouTubers. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we have a live stream every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, and it is a blast. 
and I was very happy to see so many people watching last week or two days ago, <laughs> whatever. And uh, we have shows all the time, so just follow us on IG at Mixture of Variety, and that way you will see us and you will find out our bonus shows and you'll find out what we're talking about and the time of those shows. But our actual shows are Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on CastBox. Those don't change. Those we do the live show and then it's uploaded to Anchor and then Anchor distributes it to all podcast platforms. So we are on all podcast platforms. We have like 250 audio shows and we are on season two, episode six. That is the link in the bio in IG. That's what we just did on Friday. Nikki P and myself played Truth or Dare. Nikki P was a little litty, you know, she was drinking and we had so much fun and it was effing hilarious. Thank you guys so much. That is Sunday Spirituality. I love the fact that, you know, you guys are interested in this and I love talking about it. So, you know, next Sunday we'll do it again. But until then, tomorrow we will have our show. And remember to follow us on IG at Mixture of Variety to find out what we're talking about. Because honestly, I don't even know what we're talking about. See you guys. Have a good one. Uh, have a good rest of the day. Shogun, good luck. Uh, I, you know, I'm not even joking about that as far as like getting on the pod. You know, if you want to do something and, and talk about that, definitely 100% facts. Facts, facts, facts. All right, you guys. See you tomorrow. This is your boy, Patient Zero. One half of the hottest podcast in the world. Mixture of variety. Just Google us, baby. Just Google us. Deuces! <laughs>